Thank you for joining us this Friday, the 19th of February. I'm Sophia Mavridis, Market Analyst at Bell Direct, and this is your weekly market update. Well, this week, commodity prices and economic data moved markets. Let's recap what happened as well as what to watch next week. Well, after leading the market on Monday, the energy sector retreated this week following concerns over future demand. China's economic growth in Q4 fell short of expectations, and this saw investors doubt projections of increased Chinese demand that would lead oil growth globally this year. However, several OPEC plus countries have agreed to voluntary cuts to support the balancing act facing oil markets. Citigroup have stated that non-OPEC plus supply growth coupled with declining year-on-year demand could see a significant surplus in FY25 and that they anticipate oil equities will underperform in the surplus market based on historical precedent. In addition, a strong US dollar dampened investor appetite for risk. Now, a company to watch in this space is Santos STO. On Monday, the company won a federal court case launched against it by traditional owners related to the company's Barossa gas project in the Northern Territory. The federal court has ruled that the project won't harm indigenous cultural uh, heritage assets. And in addition to the $5.7 billion Barossa win, investors are watching Santos this week after news over a potential merger with Woodside Energy Group WDS, which would create a global liquefied natural gas uh, LNG player. Meanwhile, UK and European natural gas prices have sharply declined this week, despite their cold winter, as supply remains abundant and ample pipeline gas and LNG compensate for the high demand, preventing shortage concerns. Now, the price of UK gas is down more than 11% this week. Another commodity on the decline this week was iron ore as miners continue to watch the spot price for the steelmaking material. Weaker demand from Chinese steel mills is one hurdle. Uh, China's uh, December crude oil output was 15% lower on the year and the weakest monthly showing since 2017 as officials sought to cap production of alloy. On the other hand, the uranium price continues to advance, extending the surge from late last year to its highest level since 2007. This follows signs of strong demand and risks to supply, and this is as as volatile fossil fuel prices and ambitious decarbonisation goals drove over 20 countries, including the US, to announce that their nuclear power will be tripled by 2050. China leads the bets on nuclear energy while Japan has restarted projects to increase nuclear power output. As for economic data to watch, Sorry, economic data that was out this week. Retail sales data in the US was announced, which rose 0.6% last month, greater than expectations after an unrevised 0.3% gain in November. Retail sales are mostly goods and they're not adjusted for US inflation data. So year on year, sales increased 5.6% in December. Locally, Australia's unemployment rate for December was released yesterday, remaining unchanged at 3.9%. Now, the local market is down 2% this week so far, with all 11 industry sectors in the red. Materials and real estate posted the greatest losses, down 4.1% and 3.7% respectively. 
Looking at the ASX200 leaderboard, Boss Energy BOE led the market as the price of uranium continues to rise. Bell Potter have a speculative buy rating on BOE with a $5.69 price target. And cloud computing company Data3, that's DTL, and Telix Pharmaceuticals, TLX, followed Boss Energy as the best performers this week, while Sayona Mining, Evolution Mining, Liontown Resources, and Chalice Mining all sharply declined between 17 to 20% as commodities declined and the materials sector suffered. As for the most traded stocks by Belder at clients this week, these included Commonwealth Bank, Zip, Rio Tinto, our Super Retail Group, Macquarie Group, JB Hi-Fi, Ramsey Healthcare, and Ingham's. Clients also bought into Champion Iron while took profits from Hub24. And the most traded ETFs this week were the Vanguard Australian Shares ETF, the BetaShares FTSE RAFI Australia 200 ETF, and the BetaShares Japan ETF. End-to-end -end economic data to watch next week. Well, on Tuesday, NAB's business confidence data for December will be released. And on Wednesday, we'll receive the manufacturing and services flash PMI. Now, that's the purchasing managers index. And remember that the flash PMI is a forward-looking estimate of the final PMI that will be released the following week. A PMI above 50 will indicate an expansion from the month prior. Now that's all for this week. I'm Sophia Mavridis with Bell Direct. Have a great day and happy trading.